Hello, I am Sophie. This is my show called Six of Spades here on 89 The Bridge. And today is my 18th episode of which I will be talking about what happened to tragic endings in movies and how I think that they relate to the American dream. So uh, if you don't know what that is, being French endings or just a tragic ending, I'll start with a Kiora question and answer. So anonymous user questions... um, why are French movie endings always tragic or ending in cliffhangers? And Bruce Epstein so generously replies, Not always, but quite often. French storytelling is Socratic. The idea that the movie watcher is expected to ponder the events that have been depicted and draw their own conclusions about what they think might happen, or even spark a discussion with their friends and explore together the movie's message and how it applies to their lives. He then goes on to saying, The same is often true in literary works. Uh, French writers seem to venerate, venerate sorry, the idea of an anti-hero so that even when the story ends in tragedy, there is still hope. Uh, that concludes his response. And personally, I would credit um, this the reason the lack of tragic endings in almost all creative works to obviously American culture. And if you're looking at it at a lens of differences between European cultures, I just am combining French into all of Europe because I feel a tragic ending is just a generally not American thing. Um, I would just credit, especially to the saying too, let me connect this really quick, um, how the French, if you've heard the saying, America, they live to work and in Europe or France, they work to live. And this just shows, I think, how in different places they in movies and films, they embody the highs and lows of life and embrace that as shown in the endings. And in America, there's the perfect American dream, which is to not live life through the lows, but just the highs. And this is what I would say the main connection is between these endings of stories. So like the ideal is to like live. So obviously it's going to be highs and lows and whatever life is. But in America, it's just to live through the highs. And that is the ideal ending. So I obviously don't know why things are like this in the same way. I don't know why one culture does something one way or another does a different. But I do think that if we did just collectively decide to start having realistic endings of movies in America, that it would greatly benefit the almost toxic culture of needing to succeed in America, relating back to the American dream of which it is so literally to succeed. And funny enough, I did just finish a project on exactly the American dream and what it means. So I will now try and briefly, well, it probably won't be that brief. Well, maybe. Okay, so I'll just um, sum up a little bit of the American dream and its history. So it started in 1931 when the term American dream was coined by James Truslow Adams in his book, The Epic of America. And so this is when the idea kind of started, but obviously there wasn't that much, there wasn't that much culture around it. This had just been established. And then the 50s were a time, probably the next most relevant period, um, post-World War II, going into the Cold War. Women and jobs became being forced back into their roles as mothers and wives as men were returning from war. And this also released the baby boom. And this was when the, I think the nuclear family really started to come through and the actual idea of the American dream started to become established. And yeah, I would say that pretty much sums up the 1950s. So moving on to 2000s, uh, later years. So between the 90s and 2000s, with the economic crash, the American dream shifted more towards financial stability and less over the consumption of like goods and new technology, that stuff. And the wealth gap has also increased exponentially in the two 
as well in the last four decades. So uh, in striving to have the same quality of life as their parents and generation before, young people today tend to frequently overwork themselves and get obviously little in return. So it just it just kind of sums up the almost unattainability of the American dream. And we see that it's just, it's mainly, also the American dream, it's just mainly supported in movies and TV portrayed then. There's always the American dream ending, the happily ever after. And I think this does say a lot about our culture and perhaps a hidden stigma regarding failure, which being a natural part of life is still somehow bastardized in films and TV today. Moving on to the next portion. So what do I think would happen if we started bringing the French endings and tragic endings altogether into film? Well, I touched on this a little bit before, but to be completely honest, uh, probably nothing. If not, just low reviews, because you can't just, first of all, make an entire audience who is accustomed to one thing enjoy something else completely. And you can't just change an entire cultural view with Meryl Streep dying at the end of a movie. But theoretically, let's just say collectively, directors across um, America decided to completely exterminate these happy endings and instead replace them with these thoughtful uh, tragedies of life that, as Bruce Epstein stated, would leave the audience thinking and conversating. Um, In a perfect world, I think it would normalize failure and, of course, the facts of life and probably also normalize the unattainability of the American dream, which is impulsively affecting our thoughts and actions. But This isn't an American ending, so that probably would not happen. But I will leave you with a quote by Florence King, which states, People are so busy dreaming the American dream, fantasizing about what they could be or have a right to be, that they are asleep at the switch. Consequently, we are living in the age of human failure. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Six of Spades with Sophie, Saturdays at 10. You can very soon find my podcast wherever podcasts are listened to. This is KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.